we're going to continue this morning with what we was looking at the last time that we was here. And we're going to continue to look at um, words of encouragement to help us during the season. For, for some of you who may not know, um, unfortunately, we, we lost um, a couple of our members. Um, and, you know, us as a church, we've been going through this season by the grace of God, helping us to go through and to be able to just mourn with understanding as the scripture says. And what I had was a few words of encouragement from the scriptures. Because, you know, as we go through this time, some people take handle mourning in many ways. And as we know, the soul is one of those things that can go haywire. But when the soul is anchored to the word, it finds hope. It finds security. It finds direction. And so with that in mind, I want us just to complete these things that will help all of us to go through this time. Because this time, although it's painful, the scripture encourages us in the book of Psalms that though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. And so God is with us every step of the way. And though our soul and how we may be feeling from time to time may be going haywire, we are reminded from his word that he is with us and he will give us strength. So I want to go over, just complete it. I won't be long, but I want to give you what the word says. And as the word is spoken to you, I believe you will receive strength and life because there is life in the word. The number one thing that I mentioned the last time is that we receive peace and comfort and strength from the Lord. And as the scripture I just mentioned, we are comforted to know that he is with us. The second portion of scripture that I read the last time is in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 3. And it says, blessed be the God and the God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. There is nothing that God cannot comfort you in. There is no situation that is overwhelming or overbearing for God to comfort us in. God can comfort and, and bring peace in any given situation. All we need to do is to be in that position to receive that which he has ordained for us, which is his peace and his comfort and his strength. He says in the book of John, the gospel of John, forgotten what chapter, 
another verse, verse 27. He says, peace I leave with you, peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. You know, at times when we're going through things, we feel afraid. David assures us in the word, whenever I feel afraid, I will trust in you. We need hope. We need something for our soul to receive security and strength. He also says in the gospel of John, he says, I will not leave you comfortless. He's bringing assurance all the time that wherever we are, wherever place we find ourselves, we have comfort, we have strength. And as we go through this time as a church, God will comfort us and he will help us. We also said that as we go through this time, that we are needed to always keep in mind, as we go through the challenges, that we must give thanks to God. Because um, as I've got here, we are to thank God in whatever situation we find ourselves in. And tell him how you feel. It's important, you know. You should tell him how you feel. But in the time of you going through that time, make sure you give thanks in the process. Because in you giving thanks, you are saying, Lord, I trust you. Even though I don't really like what I'm going through, I trust you regardless. But Lord, I feel pain. I feel challenged. I feel like I don't really even want to go to church. Some people don't want to go to church because you feel so down about the situation. Or you want to just isolate yourself. But that's the time to come, to gather. Because each of us have a part to play in bringing strength. And bringing comfort. It's not just the pastor. It's not just the ministers. Every single one of us have a role to play. As we come to church, the Bible says that one has a psalm and a hymn, and a spiritual song or a word. But it's up to us to deliver and to bring that which God has given to us. And we read the scripture in Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 17 to 19. And it says, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines. The labor of the olive shall fail, and the fields shall yield no meat. The flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. 
the Lord God is my strength, and he will make my feet like hinds feet, and he will make me to walk upon mine high places. God, during this time, gives us strength to be able to walk upon our high places as we give thanks to him. When we see turmoil around us, when we see challenging situations around us, as we see these situations, we are not to allow those situations, although they are very real, to change our posture and our position towards him. The whole point of these different storms as they come, they are to change us to focus on him and to put our trust in him. The Bible says, Cursed is the man that trusteth in man, and maketh flesh his arm, for he shall be like a shrub in the desert that will bring no fruit. But blessed is the man that trusteth in the Lord and whose hope and whose hope he and, and blessed is the man who trusteth in the Lord and whose hope is in him. I've forgotten, I've got it here. But you know what I'm saying? When we trust in him, it will cause you to flourish. The life of God will start to flow. Regardless of the situation around you, you are able to to deep, go through that, that situation, go through the valley, go through the tough times. When your soul, and I'm emphasizing on the soul today, because let's be real, that's the thing that tries to govern us most of the time. Our soul seeks to want to govern and dictate how we should govern our lives. But as we give thanks to the Lord, we are reminded, Lord, you will give me strength during this time of trouble, during this time of challenge, during this time of being confused and being bewildered. Lord, what's happening? What's going on? He will give you the answer. I'm going to move on to the next part um, due to time. I want to really encourage us that as we are going through this time, that we do this, this next part here. Let me just read the scripture and then I'll, I'll emphasize the point. In James chapter 5, verse 7 to 13, it says, Therefore, be patient, brethren. Until the coming of the Lord. See how the farmer waits for the precious fruit of the earth. Waiting patiently for it until it receives the early and the latter rain. You also be patient. Establish your hearts. For the coming of the Lord is at hand. Do not grumble against one another, brethren, lest you be condemned. Behold, the judge 
standing at the door. My brethren, take the prophets who spoke in the name of the Lord as an example of patience, example of suffering and patience. Indeed, we count them blessed who endure you how you have heard of the perseverance of Job and seen the end intended by the Lord. That the Lord is very compassionate and merciful. But above all, my brethren, do not swear either by heaven or by earth with any other oath, but let your yes be yes and your no be no. Least you fall into judgment. Is, and the scripture says in verse 13, is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing psalms. I wanted to read this because I, I like this. There's a lot there for us to chew into. But the point I wanted to emphasize on here is that, is there anyone suffering among you? Is there anyone suffering? It says here, let him pray. Most of the time, when we have a situation, I'll give you a classic example. This morning, my wife had the issue of her shoulder. And she said, oh, my shoulder. I said, let me get the aloe this, the aloe that. I said, oh, well, what about, let's, let's, let's pray. Let's pray. I said, let's do that. By God's grace, God was able to help her with the shoulder. But my, my point is, is this. We're quick to at times run to things that are readily accessible. Picking up the tablets, picking up the ointments. I, listen, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying there's anything wrong. My point is, we need to run to God first. We need to run to him in any given situation that we have. Because he is so concerned for our lives. He wants to help us more than we want help. But he wants us to make sure that we put him first in the whole thing. My point is, is that during this time, I know it may be difficult. Believe you me. To pray. I want to encourage you to pray. It may, you may not feel have the strength. You may not have the words. Just the mere act of sitting in his presence and saying, Lord, I don't feel like praying, but I'm here. Because when we do that, what we're saying to the Lord is, I trust you. In this situation, I don't know the words to say. And as we know, there's no special words that we're to say. We don't need to come with high superfluity of words to make sure God is going to hear us. And in the Old Testament, they used some of the, the people, they used to cut themselves to get the attention of their gods. We don't need to do that. All we need to do is come before him and express our heart. Come with faith. And as we come with faith before our king and our maker, He'll be sure to hear us. 
We know that prayer is important because it will give us strength for the journey. This is a journey we're on, you know. This is not a 100-meter sprint. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like we're in a, a, a nice sprint and <laughs> then it, it just dawns on you. Boy, we're still running. Oh, no, I'm, I'm tired now. <laughs> hey, this is, this is how it is. You have to pace yourself for the journey. You have to load up. You load up by being in his presence, being with the word, feeding from him, and pouring out your heart to him. The other reason why, what time. Let me just mention this last part and then we'll, we'll pray. The other reason why prayer is so vital. When we pray, it gives us clarity and insight for the next steps for our lives. It gives us clarity and insight. When we pray, God is able to show us things that we didn't know. He says, call unto me and I will answer you and show you things that you did not know. When we are in the presence of the Lord, he's able to download this to you. And so as we're going through this time as a church and as a family, God will be able to show us and help us to also comfort others during this time. God will be able to give us wisdom and insight for the future. Amen. Amen. I'm just going to pray. I'm going to ask the, the Lord to help us as a church, as a community, people online, that he will help us with the aid of his spirit to go through this season that we are, we are going through. Holy God, we come before you humbly. We thank you for your presence. Lord, we want to ask your help, Lord, to go through this season as a church. That you will continue to bring peace and comfort to everyone under the sound of my voice, all those online and those who have been directly affected, the widows, children, touched by the power of your spirit, my father. Touch Tola, touch Aaron, touch Kike, touch Peter, Touch the family. 
the brothers, the mothers, the relatives, the church family. Bring your peace. Cause the peace of God to move in and amongst us, O oh Father. Bring comfort, hope. And we thank you, Lord, that you will help us, Lord, that as we go through this time, that we will spend time in your presence. We thank you. And we commit this time into your hands. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.